Hello, you're listening to the SEL in Action podcast, the podcast where we explore what social and emotional learning looks like in educational and professional settings. I'm your host, Heather Woods, and today on episode six, we'll be talking to Julie Dick about her position and the skills that she enacts as a sales enablement specialist. Thank you so much, Julie, for joining us today. I'm really excited to have you here. Yeah, thanks so much. I'm really excited to be here. So can you tell me a little bit about what a sales enablist or enablement specialist does? Yeah, absolutely. So a sales enablement specialist is something that um, I really didn't hear about before I started in sales. Basically what it is, it's kind of a whole bunch of little things. When I first started hearing about it, I thought it was a lot about training, mostly, you know, focusing on that, but there's also a lot of strategy behind it. Um, you're working with different departments as well. So working closely with marketing and product about what, you know, you're actually building and how to talk about it. Um, so there's a whole bunch of little things and it really does change depending on, you know, what kind of company you're with, what their goals are, but you're basically helping sales get what they need so they can be the most efficient and effective at their job. So what I'm hearing there is like, it seems like there's like a lot of collaboration and communication that's needed. Um, So can you kind of tell me a little bit about maybe what that looks like on a day to day, um, you know, situation? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm still very new in my position. Uh, I've only been in the position for actually less than a month now. So uh, it really is different. And the company that I'm at, this is the first sales enablement position that we've ever had. So we're also kind of building it together. Um, So, so far, what I've been working on are some different projects that work with, um, you know, new individuals who are using our tech Um, but also helping, you know, other sales agents get a little bit better or learn a little bit more about the position. Uh, We have bigger plans in the future, but uh, short term, what I've been doing is actually working on some training uh, modules for an individual who's going to be joining us. They're an internal, uh, an internal hire. So um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of on training, some kind of the shorter term projects that we have, but it's been a lot of adapting so far because it's uh, it's pretty busy and there's always seems like there's something else kind of around the corner. Yeah. So it's really interesting. Like you, you mentioned the adapting and kind of building this position together as like the company's never had it before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder like what kind of problem solving skills are you, are you facing? Are you like navigating as you go through this? Yeah, it's really interesting. I find um, right now it's a lot of kind of prioritizing. So, you know, I'm I'm given a number of different projects and it's like, okay, what should be done first, but also trying not to leave things on the back burner so they're forgotten about. Um, so I find for me, I'm, I'm having to be really organized and work on my organization. The position I was in before, um, I was working directly with our customers. So, you know, I was used to the position. I had a certain... Um, you know, certain routine for my day. And then now it's very much things pop up. So you kind of have to roll with it. um, But then you still have to use the time that you have to get things done. Um, So yeah, I think for me, it's been working on that organization, but also figuring out how to be organized. It's like a completely different, different thing now. So yeah, it's, it's, been interesting. It's a a learning process. (laughs) 
So being organized, like, how would you say that's changed? And like, how are you thinking about it? How are you learning to like, manage all these new tasks and everything? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I mean, I think everyone, you know, when you start working, as you get more responsibilities, you start to just kind of, you know, you get more on your plate, and you just start to do a little bit more here and there. Um, So I think, for me, it's just uh, using, I don't know, it's kind of using the skills that I've had before, because like you, you know, like I said, as you move on, and you and you do more stuff, you, um, you do you you find what works for you, but then you kind of have to change it up each stage, right? So I feel like I'm at this new stage of, you know, doing this new position that I've never done before. Um, and so it's like, you kind of just you have your certain skill set, but then you're starting a lot lower than where you think you are, right? So like, you have certain skills, they were great in your previous position. Now you're starting something new. And so you really don't have a lot of that experience. So um, right now, for me, it's really about building my kind of what I have in my head is like a knowledge base. So getting really familiar with the projects that people are doing things that I didn't know about before, and then learning how to incorporate that into my day. So maybe finding things a little bit more quickly, or, um, you know, if I can't, for me personally, I would have to organize something around that, right? So it's, it's about what I'm missing, but also then what I can fill in so that I can help the next person, um, whomever, you know, whatever position they are in sales, the next person kind of find things easier or, um, yeah, fill in those gaps, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so it's really, um, I think you, you highlight an important part about kind of moving positions or like even getting a new job or something. There's like this whole new level of like self awareness and like kind of reevaluating your skill base. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you're you're talking about like, you're having to adapt and improve upon your problem solving skills and your organization skills. And I mean, it's something we deal with, I think, (laughs) all this time as like growing up and becoming adults and like moving into these higher positions all the time, right? Um, But I also think, like, perhaps even related to, you know, everybody says that we're moving into like this gig economy, or like, you know, it's not uncommon for people, you know, of our age, (laughs) um, to, or like even older to like have multiple careers over their lifetime. Right. And so it's almost like there's always this um, opportunity for like building that self-awareness um, and and shifts and things. So it's really interesting that you brought that up. Is there like something that maybe other than the problem solving skills that like has really stood out to you in like being like, oh, like I need to work on this. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I find um, it's funny because, um, you know, when you start, yes, yeah, so it's I guess in this position, I'm going to eventually be longer term goals responsible for yeah, like, um, filling those knowledge gaps, that kind of thing. Something else. Yeah, I, I'm just kind of thinking about what you said. Yeah, like in terms of career changing and that kind of thing. And, and, you know, using different skills, like, I never had a background in sales, like my background was in psych, and, and I did counseling. And then, you know, I got a customer service job by fluke and then moved on to sales. And now, you know, 
kind of building my career that way. Um, so for me, it's also a lot of um, just strategies that I've never been taught or that I've never really thought about. You know, we use certain strategies, but there's oodles of them, right? So I, I find for me, it's just kind of, you know, getting used to a different, almost like a different kind of language, right? So really, um, really learning more about sales as a as a job, but strategy there, management, um, you know, so it's really cool that way because I'm learning a lot, but, you know, I might be a little bit further behind than someone who's had tons of experience in sales, right? So mm-hmm. for me, it's kind of catching up that way as well, but it's been really neat. It's just, you know, trying to go with the flow, keep that canoe afloat. <laughs> but yeah, just kind of keep going that way. But that's been something else too, just kind of making sure that I know making sure that I know what's going on and and being on the ball that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think like there's a few things um, that you've mentioned that I want to like roll back to a few times, but I think just (laughs) just keeping with this thread of like switching the the careers and everything um, you know, there's this um, openness and, you know, acceptance of, um, your own knowledge, but then an openness and eagerness to mm-hmm. learn, right? Which I think is really, really key for that kind of mindset in approaching this, like you said, a position that is not something you went to school for. Yeah. Um, and maybe later we'll, we'll kind of round back to a little bit of the education piece and stuff. But yeah, I think it's really interesting, like that eagerness to learn, would you say that that's like a skill that you've developed over time? Or just like, is it something that, you know, once you started with this company, you kind of were very curious about, you know, the next thing and the next thing and this next thing? Or is it how has it been something that you've developed over like, you know, your education and time and whatever it might have been? Yeah, great question. I would say it's something that I have developed over a longer period of time, like a I think, you know, I think way back when, (laughs) when I started going into psych and, uh, you know, I just really, I think a part of that was I just wanted to uh, know more about people. I'm, you know, very much a people person. I really enjoy working with others. Um, And I think kind of as I went along, I knew that I wanted to stay with people and and work that way. but yeah, I think it's always been like, I've always been interested in learning more um, because, you know, you're never like, there's always, there's always someone who's going to know more. There's always someone you can learn from. Um, so I think it's really interesting to try different things, to meet different people. I think a lot of the friends that I've had over my uh, academic career, at least, and then my, my professional career, um, have done a lot of different things. And so I've always found it really interesting. And the the team that I'm on now, um, going from a, a different part of sales is very technical. So that's also something that I'm really learning. I didn't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm more of a, a feel kind of person. I'm not super techie. Um, so yeah, that's been kind of a big adjustment as well, but it's really learning a lot about what they're doing, uh, what they're working on, but also just a whole different side of the product that we have things that I might not have learned about before. So I think that's been really interesting. Um, so 
the long answer was that <laughs> the short answer is, yeah, I think it's been something that, uh, that I've kind of had throughout my life. And, um, yeah, I, I don't, uh, I don't see that changing anytime soon. Cause I'm still super <laughs> curious. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I mean, I've known you for a few years, <laughs> we'll say a few, <laughs> but you know, I think, uh, in that talking about like learning and open and openness to learning and you bring up the people around you. Yeah. And I think that is definitely one of the skills that um, I've seen in you. And I think is really beneficial in sales. I mean, I have a background in sales from another lifetime, but um, you know, and I think that the relationship building is, is so foundational, Absolutely. but you highlight a really important piece that it's not just building the relationship with your, clients it's building that relationship amongst your team right and then that way you can kind of have that support and they're able to support you in learning this new thing um so really really interesting to say uh see um how this kind of comes together and and how much you're seeing this in your own learning and building relationships and being around people is just part of who you are (laughs) i think um but yeah i think like, do you see that having an influence on your career tra- trajectory or like even from when you started with the company, like to where you are now and yeah. maybe where you see yourself in the future? Like, yeah, I, what does I, that, that relationship building, you know, how do you see that being a p- piece of it? Totally. I, I think it's a huge part of it, to, to be honest, or at least for me personally, Um you know, I started, yeah, like I said, I started in customer service. I, you know, was just curious where I could go next. I really liked the idea of sales because we were still working with some customers, but it was a little bit different. Um, And then I started to get to know the team a little bit better. So I was like, you know, where can I go from here? What can I try? What would I be interested in? And I was always interested in uh, some form of training or coaching. Um, And so the more I started to talk to my current manager, my new manager, um, you know, he was interested in in having a sales enablement position open. And so started to look into it. And it was a lot of different things, things that I hadn't tried before, um, but that I really wanted to. And then I think working specifically with him, but also with my previous manager and my lead, um, you know, I, I tried to be in my relationships, you know, I try to be um, dependable, reliable. So, you know, they would come to me with a problem or something to work on, you know, in terms of work. Uh, and I would try my best to solve the problem or to do what they were talking about. And so I think, um, there really started to be more trust there on both sides. You know, I could go to them if there was something that wasn't working for me and they could come to me if they, you know, uh, had any f- even feedback or constructive criticism or anything like that. Um, but I, I think that relationships are super important, um, no matter where you are in life. So I think, yeah, professional relationships are, you know, they can really, they can really help in, in kind of lighting the way of where you want to go. You know, like I might never have heard about some of these options if I hadn't been open with my colleagues. Mm-hmm, for sure. And so um, in, in building relationships, maybe taking a step back to like even building relationships with clients and how maybe you're finding things now. Um, I believe you're working from home. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so like, but the company you work for is a virtual company. Yeah. And so like you've had to build these relationships with clients initially when you started with the company. And then now like 
you're not necessarily working in the the head office or or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're now working with your colleagues virtually. Like, mm-hmm. how have you seen that shift? How have you kind of negotiated that, or what kind of skills have you seen shift maybe in a virtual setting than like if you were to meet colleagues or clients face to face? Yeah, absolutely. So we um, never really met clients face to face. So it was all virtual over the phone. Um, so, you know, that that wasn't a huge shift. Uh, fortunately, we were very lucky that way. But yeah, in terms of professionally, we have um, we have our, our headquarters here, but we also have a U.S. headquarters. So um, for a lot of my colleagues, even on my team, some of them are in the States. So we're kind of used to having some virtual meetings, right? Um, and we've always been able to work from home a couple days a week. So uh, that wasn't an enormous shift, but not being able to see anyone, right? Like not running into people in the kitchen or walking by your desk. That's been... Um, a bit of an adjustment. (laughs) And uh, as a kind of more of an extrovert, as you know, um, you know, I I really enjoyed that kind of interaction, you know, just seeing someone in your day or just being able to say, hey, having someone face to face. So for me, it's been really, um, it's been interesting, because I find I'm almost sliding more to like the introvert kind of end of, of the scale, I see it as a sliding scale with, you know, different ends. But yeah, so I I find it's really interesting because, um, you know, I'm very grateful that we can work from home and I'm grateful that that, you know, didn't impact what we're doing. Um, But yeah, it's kind of weird. It's it's definitely different not seeing anyone ever, but I think um, our company along with so many others are adapting, right? Like they're Mm -hmm. doing different things, Zoom like crazy, you know, Google Hangouts, we use, um, you know, Slack to communicate. So I don't know if I can drop brand names or company names, but I did. <laughs> um, yeah. It's all it's all good. Um, but I think is your organization doing anything or like, have you noticed anything that's happening to kind of facilitate those like water cooler or like passing someone in the kitchen kind of like discussions like a a more laid back place where you guys can still go and chat and kind of foster that social community um I'm finding yeah so we do we have like a a town hall every Friday so virtually um I know that some people have organized like a an apre town hall that they go to so um they'll you know chat together that way um, we do a lot of like on my team, we do a lot of meetings. And so we'll do work meetings, but we'll also have like social time, we check in how people are during the week, I'll do virtual coffees with people. Um, even if it's just, you know, 15 minutes of your day, kind of breaking it up and, and seeing them as you would. So I think there are certain things in place. And then in terms of the organization, um, you know, we're doing show and tells and some different things. So yeah, you mentioned like, um, you know, having the virtual coffees and, you know, meeting with people um, and having these social interactions. And, you know, judging from what I understand of your position, now that you're kind of working with multiple stakeholders within the company, those things I'm sure must no doubt be like, so important to kind of get a sense of where people are at and like a little bit of perspective taking. Absolutely. And I I think for me, um, you know, it's just been such a weird time for everybody. And so on a personal level, uh, I was doing a lot of coffees with people just to, you know, check in, see how you're doing. You know, it, it's just everyone kind of reacts to what's going on right now in a different way. 
Um, but you're absolutely right. In terms of now this position, yeah, like you have to collaborate with a lot of different people and you can do tons, you know, via email or, or you know, texting or whatever. But sometimes you just need to have that face to face. So, you know, we're lucky that in a time like now where there's a lot of technology to support us, you know, it's just, it's, I think it's great that a lot of companies are, are jumping on that and being able to, you know, keep things going and then even to, to do really well. So yeah, I think it's, it's definitely different, but you know, it, it gets us by and do I miss people? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I get, you know, my job done? Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's really interesting. Um, and so I wonder, going back to kind of your education, um, so you mentioned being in psychology and counseling. Are there skills from that training and education that you are finding like so critical in your current position in sales? Yeah, I I have operated in sales a little bit differently. Um, I find that really, I think being genuine is huge, whether it's with your customer or with your, you know, your colleagues or your boss. I think if you're able to be genuine, but also show some vulnerability, I think that that goes a long way, at least it has in my experience. Um, So I think that uh, that in turn, a lot of my training, of course, has been in, you know, being empathetic to people, being an active listener, you know, you hear about that all the time. But Putting those skills to use help every day, whether it's in your personal relationships, in your professional relationships. So I think that those have made me become better at communicating. Um, So I think there's, it's funny, I think there's kind of a fine line between like being a personal communicator and then uh, professional, right? So like I said, learning kind of that more tech language, but then learning how to um, you know, filter that through for maybe someone who's not so techie, that's going to be a huge part of what I do as well. So I think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so there's like, you know, listening and having that empathetic, but like being in counseling, you also have that like lens of kind of active listening and kind of engaging, you know, that way. So you're not like thinking multiple steps ahead, which in sales can be quite difficult sometimes, right? Like you're thinking about like, oh, I need to pitch this. I need to, you know, do this add on or whatever and like get them interested in this sweet package. (laughs) I'm glad you bring that up because you're absolutely right. Because then you're actually listening to what they want, right? And and that at the end of the day is, is what's going to get someone to, you know, buy in or purchase or just to feel heard, like really. So yeah, you're absolutely right is is actually listening to what they want to see. I think that that's uh, also helped me be pretty successful. Um, I mean, I hope fingers, fingers crossed, but you know, I'd like to think I am, but who knows? Um, but yeah, no, I think that's definitely helped in my career trajectory. So yeah, I totally agree. And so if you are <clears throat> to kind of think about like key skills that like if somebody wanted to be in the position that you're in and do this sales enablement um, and, you know, working with multiple stakeholders in the the group and organization, what kind of would those skills be? Like if you were to kind of narrow down on like, okay, I need to work on these three top skills to become a sales enablement specialist. 
That's <laughs> tough. Um, I will preface this for anyone listening by I still have a lot to learn. But <laughs> in my uh, in my experience, I think that there has to be um, I think you have to be aware of yourself. Like, I think you have to have a lot of self-awareness. I think that you, um, you know, you pinpoint what you're, what you're good at and you, you roll with the things that you're successful at, but you know, there's always going to be somewhere where you can learn and improve. Right. So being aware of both of those is really key. Um, I think that, um, prioritizing, like I mentioned, so, you know, coming up with, uh, you have to make some decisions, right. So, um, have good dis- decision-making options there. Or, um, so then you can decide what you actually want to work on, what you want to do. Um, and in that, I think as well, being flexible and adaptable, um, you know, I can have my day, you know, uh, routined out and I can decide scheduled. That's the word I want. I can have my day scheduled and, uh, you know, I can decide, what I'm going to do, I can see it ahead. And then all of a sudden, I have, you know, three meetings booked last minute, and they're about, you know, competing priorities, but very important things. So I think that being flexible is also really important. You kind of have to roll with what you're doing. And I think that's, I think those are really in any, in a, well, not any, but in a lot of different positions, you know, in a lot of professional settings, I think those are just going to be things that will carry someone to do well. Mm-hmm. Certainly. And so, it's like interesting because you, you said you kind of haphazardly ended up in this sales position, even though you're, you know, trained in psychology and as a, a therapist <laughs> and researcher as well. Yeah. Right. And so it brings up the importance of, like you said, that self-awareness and knowing yourself and what you're capable of. And so I wonder like those transferable skills. Yeah. And so like, taking that and what you've learned from your training previously, your academic training, and then translating that into, you know, finding these positions that maybe you didn't even think were a possibility before. Yeah, totally. And so I I wonder, was there any like, during that time when you were moving into sales, what, like, what was your thinking process? Maybe this is going back like a while, because You've been in with the your position for a while, um, but uh, you know what kind of thinking did you go through to kind of make yourself marketable to you know this kind of other industry? Yeah, great question. I think um, yeah, like when I went through school, you're, you're absolutely right. I think like psych and, and counseling really appealed to me because. Um, like I said, I, I liked the idea of, you know, learning more about people working with people, et cetera. So throughout my career, I've always wanted to kind of come back to that. Um, but I think just kind of changing my mindset, right? Like realizing that there's not going to be, there's definitely not one path coming out of psych. There's a whole bunch of different stuff that you can do. And I think as I went along, I was like, well, what exactly you said, what are some of the skills that I can use here? Well, I'm still working with people. I like that. I can still build relationships with people, even though we're not actually together and it will be, you know, virtual over the phone, whatever. Um, you know, I can still help people at the end of the day. That's that's maybe the biggest thing, right, is I, I really like the idea of helping people. Um, and I think that still fits in my position now because I'm actually helping my team members Um, So I think those are some of the 
the things that I really like to my core, you know, or that I, that I take Mm -hmm. with me. And so realizing that I could still do this, this different option that I never would have thought of before still really appealed to me because I could see what the value was for me as a person. Um, So yeah, I think that's, that's kind of what, what I liked about it was that I could, I could, I felt like I could make it my own. um, But it still felt like I was, you know, being true to what I wanted. Yeah. And I mean, it's just hitting me kind of now, which is silly, because I am a researcher. (laughs) But you know, your experience in doing research, like, I just see so many parallels in the problem solving. And like, you're learning new skills, you're learning about this whole new area of, I mean, in this case, technology and, you know, technical terms and stuff and sales stuff. But you know, like, I think, being a researcher sets you up for being able to explore those and, you know, gather that information, synthesize what you're learning a little bit. Um, you know, it, it certainly um, doesn't hurt. Exactly. <laughs> I think. No, that that's fantastic. Any other kind of like final thoughts about like different social emotional competencies that maybe you see or think are, are you know, pivotal to either shifting kind of, industry or, you know, in sales, that type of thing? Yeah, I think it's funny. It kind of made me think of it when, when, uh, you know, you were chatting there, (laughs) when you were reflecting on it. I think it takes a lot of reflection as well. Um, And I think that's really in any, any professional setting. I think if you can, you know, take the time to think about what you're doing and what you want to do and trying something new while figuring out what it is that, that you, that you want, or that works for you. I think if you can reflect on that, and, you know, come back to what it is that that drew you there, and what it is that you want to try, I don't know, I think that could be helpful as well. Or maybe I'm rambling. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think, I think that level of reflection is like, pivotal to finding those opportunities that may be outside of what you thought are the only possibilities like what do you do with a psych degree well you go into counseling you go into some sort exactly. of support work or right like um human services of some sort and then what do you do if that fit, you know what do you do if that's not the way you want to go you know you find something new yeah and taking that step back and reflecting on what you really like about you know psychology or whatever your training was in think is such an important message to thinking outside the box a little bit. Oh, thanks, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for sharing. And thank you so much for joining us today, Julie. Uh, really appreciated it. It's so fruitful and interesting to, to kind of see where you're at these days, but also just, you know, learn about how these, these skills and processes are, are working in a different setting that's outside of academia or teaching and you know, that sort of thing. So it's uh, very refreshing. And I really appreciate you taking the time today. Thanks so much for having me. It's a lot of fun. It was, uh, it's nice to chat about someone who, you know, knows my background. And, you know, it's nice to have that conversation, see it a little differently. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the SEL in Action podcast with your host, myself, Heather Woods. And today we're speaking with Julie about her experiences in shifting kind of 
careers and thinking mindset about, you know, what industry she would end up with in her um, educational background and then shifting into something, you know, that was a little bit unexpected for her. But then also what skills are really critical for making those shifts and being self-aware and then in sales, where she is now, really looking at those communication and collaboration skills, building those relationships um, with clients and your colleagues to really excel and, and build those strong relationships. Thank you again, Julie. And if you're interested in furthering this discussion, feel free to reach out on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Um, you can find us at SELinaction. Uh, com as well. Next time we will be chatting with my teaching team from the University of Ottawa, so myself and my te- teaching assistants, um, about how we integrate social and emotional learning in online learning settings for graduate students. Thank you so much and we'll talk to you next time.